This week on Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. If you don't get it, then I don't know if you understand Blink-182. We try to get you pregnant with Blink's latest song. In anticipation of the California Deluxe album, we take a look back at the 2012 EP, Dogs Eating Dogs. 19 as we roll across the bedroom. As part of our Blink album retrospective series. Your soul will flow like a dove. <laughs> and I don't like that. Oh, Michael Bolton would not dare. <laughs> take your pants off. Hello and welcome to Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Ryan. And today we're going to talk about an EP that was released about five years ago. (laughs) That's right. And about Blink-182. And about Blink-182. They're the ones who released the EP. Um, So yeah, in anticipation of California, we did an album retrospective on neighborhoods, sort of. We're going to see Blink 3.0. Let's see what Blink 2.0 did. Mm -hmm. And I thought it'd be a neat idea to, in anticipation of the deluxe, briefly revisit dogs. Not even briefly, like for, we're going to, for this episode, episode. (laughs) revisit dogs eating dogs. Yeah, it's uh... the the redheaded stepchild of... uh, the the blink discography i think a little bit is there is there a more overlooked uh, over overlooked hmm. uh maybe came to conquer uranus yeah maybe but this is like something that like unless you're a blink fan you don't i don't think anybody knows about this at all you know you don't i guess no so. one i guess i guess people like don't know about you came to conquer uranus either but yeah um yeah. Well, yeah. we're getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, yeah, before, it's like it's a companion piece to neighborhoods in a way. So, or like you know, the end of the Tom era, at least. The end of the Tom era. Wow. <laughs> uh, it really is. It, it is though. Yeah. Um, that's well, that's I I didn't I didn't I didn't come up with that Tom era thing. Oh yeah. There's like a night like a little comment like a kind of a review of such on Genius.com that I read. That I was like, oh, this guy kind of put it pretty well about this album. Yeah. Uh, well, well, we'll get into that, yeah. uh, later in the episode, but before we do, there is a new Blink-182 song. There was, dropped today, so we didn't miss it. Like We, we didn't are. miss it, we got it today. <laughs> I mean, we definitely missed it in that we had, like, our episode planned, and it dropped, and there's no way we could, like, really do anything different. <laughs> yeah, we, we were... <laughs> True, but we still are able to at least touch on it, you know, not be a week late. Um, yeah, I mean, in these like quick little joke songs, I don't know if they're really like worth spending like a whole episode. hour talking about them. I mean, I could probably talk about this for the whole hour, maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe someday we'll give it the. the I love it. I think it's good. Um, yeah, it's a cool little like. Uh, yeah, it's great. I yeah. love the, I love the sound of everything on it. Yeah, it sounds really nice. Mm-hmm. Um. I know some people were really into the the reading online. It seems like some people were really into the um, guitar work Skiba was doing. Yeah. And the kind of like, you know. Yeah. Um, And it seems like people are like annoyed of like using that (laughs) for like um, such a cool sounding thing for a joke song. And, uh, yeah, Maybe, it's it kind I, of boggles my mind a little bit. Like I could not believe yeah. people's comments with just, this shit. Yeah. Like I was like It's a little weird cuz like it's just like 
it's too good. I mean, maybe it's just the Reddit posts. I don't know. Yeah, but it's it seems more toxic than ever. I feel like. In yeah. A way. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm kind of like surprised. I mean, I'm just going out there. We probably have a lot of listeners from there. Yeah. But what the fuck is the deal right now? <laughs> this is fun. This is cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you're saying you're wasting the song. No. It's like it's there. That's the song. It's the song. <laughs> yeah. It, that there's nothing else to it. There's no nothing else. There's yeah. that was the song. Not wasting anything. <laughs> yeah. I there was one comment and I said I, I replied to it and I said this guy gets it. That's I'm like mad right now actually. Yeah, he he said exploded. what's wrong with 30 second songs? Short songs are punk rock. Yeah, I said yes. this guy gets it. I pointed up this a million times. This guy gets it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, short songs. The shorter, the fucking better. To be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember being a kid and buying Cheshire Cat and it having like sixteen tracks and being like a half hour long. Um, I mean, those are like longer, like a, a minute or two, you know. But still, yeah, this is the song. Okay, they're the biggest influence of. <laughs> Of Blink One Eight Two, like if you're gonna just say what's one band that they're if if you had to pick one, I I think it'd be the Descendants. Mm-hmm. They have multiple songs that are like thirty seconds long that are straight up this. Like they have one song called Coffee that's just like it's like thirty seconds and they like <laughs> like coffee and they're just the song. People is just are like blaming Felman for this again, and that's like. <laughs> it goes like what I was saying last week is like, do you think like? What do you think the the situation is like the working situation is between Blink One Eighty Two and John Feldman? <laughs> like he's not like uh, this isn't like a Viking rowboat and he's banging the drum <laughs> while they sing na na nas and have to use guitar. Like, you know, like the people are calling it like uh, like they think it's like sad and it's forced and it's just like just this like ridiculous a stuff. Thirty second song. They're it's so sad. <laughs> It's stupid, and they're laughing because it's so stupid that it's just like this this thing. Like that's part of the joke is that yeah. it's this thing. Yeah. If you don't get it, then I don't know if you understand Blink One Eight Two. It's supposed to sound good. <laughs> like they are they expecting just like a little acoustic like I want to fuck mom in the ass. Like is that what they're expecting? Like just like like for a joke song to not be like a produced like rock thing is that what they're kind of wanting like i don't know like i'm trying to get on these people's sides here's what i think it is i really think this is all it is because (laughs) this the only time this kind of like attitude came up was um when bohemian rhapsody dropped Mm -hmm. and it seems like two things those songs have in common uh, that we haven't really gotten a lot of from, I'm trying to think of like any blink, blink 3.0 is a, um, kind of like riff, uh, guitar riff that with like distortion on it, Mm -hmm. that's like the stands out. Yeah. 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 And, and is like high in the mix. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's not really high in the mix in this, but there's like a very like distinctive, distinctive, like guitar riff that's going on. That's distorted. And uh, that also happens in Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. And people were saying, like, why is such a brilliant riff wasted? And it's like, one, no, it's not a br- like, I mean, it's not supposed to be a brilliant riff, you know, like you're, it's just like, you know, but I, it's like that sound that I don't think we've frankly had since like Enema or maybe Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Even before era. that, I would say. Like, yeah. I think it's more like a, 
No, like I mean, I think, you could go, I think you can go to take off your pants and jacket and you got it. And like, you know, like the opening to like, um, uh, oh man, I was going to say Anthropar 2, but that's clean. But then there's the part that's like, da 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 Like that kind of thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like that kind of sound. And we just, for some reason or another, it's popped up in those two joke songs and nothing else. Maybe, maybe people just want that in a song. Maybe that's it. But, no, I think it's cool. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I would say, but like, that would be cool if I guess they had a full length song that sounds like these. But I don't know. They're, well, yeah. They're why? Why fun. isn't that the response though? Like, that's cool. Be cool if they did. Why? Well, be, hope they do this for like a whole song. Yeah, they end up sound. Like, hating and think it's instead like, of just like, why did they do this for like? Because then it'd be something different. It, hmm. it wouldn't be this cool. Yeah, it's it's almost like it's it's wanting you to have. For me, it want. It's good if it makes you want more and, you know, kind of. Thing. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I, I 100% agree. And it um, would be. We're both it, big fans of Joyce Manor and their albums are like packed full of songs like this. Yeah, they, they give you blue balls, those songs. Yeah. It, it's in Joyce Manor songs. They're like. They're which, in, is, which is okay to do because guess what? There's another song next yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I would be okay with a full album of like 30 to like a minute and a half long songs. Like, I don't know. Like, it'd be fun. Have you really, have you, have you uh, checked out some Descendants? I haven't dove into Descendants as much as I should, but I don't know. It's like, I don't know. It's fun. It's, it's stupid. Like, they know it's stupid. Yeah. Like, they're not trying. Like, and then people, are, I don't really get it. I'm like, I don't think there's something to get. Like, it's like, there's, it's funny because it's like that. Like, it's just stupid song. Yeah. It's something stupid that they were laughing about themselves and making themselves laugh. Yeah. And that makes me laugh thinking yeah. about that. Yeah. And uh, I guess if it doesn't make you laugh, that's cool. But like, uh, it'd be nice to have a blowjob would make some people laugh and some people not like, I don't <laughs> right. know. Like it's, <laughs> I don't know why they wasted such a good palm muting <laughs> verse on. It'd be nice to have a blowjob. It's such a good, I don't know. Like, I guess I'm just like, I just kind of shocked sometimes about, uh, people's first reactions to things a lot of yeah. time, but it's fun. I don't know. I, I, the song like we either, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. I like it a lot. I think it's yeah. a good song. So and, uh, the the theory that he there's he's he already made someone pregnant, or is she just not they not able to be pregnant anymore? Like is her tubes tied? And uh, like what's what's your theory? Is that she <laughs> already so the, can't the, get you more pregnant? So I can't get you more pregnant, but if you're worried about it, I'll take care of myself. Yeah, that's the lines. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely about getting a vasectomy. <laughs> I don't think I've heard someone say that yet on, the, on like the things. They're like, so she's already pregnant, so he's going to jerk off instead? No, he's going to get a vasectomy. Yeah. It's, a, it's an old man this joke. This is an adult person yeah. singing about adult things. <laughs> and people are like, oh, he's trying to be like a young kid, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't get it. Oh, yeah. He's trying to be like the young kid by having sex. <laughs> he's, uh. I can't believe how forced these songs are. Try, like, You're not 20 years old, uh, Mark, or What something. do you think you are, a man with a... Wife and a child, <laughs> talking about singing about. A and I'm wife sorry and if I, I'm sorry if you were some of those people and were like alienating or making you mad or whatever. But like I don't, I don't get it. But this is fun, and uh, <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> have fun, damn it! <laughs> Sit down and have fun. Like, <laughs> um, 
No, I don't know. It's cool. And this uh, lyric video has sperm in it. So it's the best Wait, one so far. Does it? I didn't watch the lyric video. Yeah, there's like little spermies like in like the paint. Spermies. Little spermies. <laughs> little sperms. <laughs> little sperms in like paint kind of thing. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, this one actually has. If they're 30 seconds, this guy, whoever's making these things, is actually able to pull something is off. Is it still Dexter Holland from the Austin? I mean, they're all the same stuff, except these ones are all painted. And so. Yeah. Uh, and I like the duplication of like the bees and blink and I don't know. Yeah. Well, it sounds like Ryan, you're describing a pretty harsh reality that we're living in <laughs> a <laughs> sort of a doggy dog existence. Some might say that was a great transition. Dogs eating ducks. Dogs eating dogs. Ryan, what year was that? Do you remember winter of 2012? <laughs> Let's take us back. Uh, Obama had just been reelected uh, to his second term in the White House. Okay. Um, for future listeners, the White House used to be where the president was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he used to be where the president lived in his family. Um, <laughs> what, okay, so what else was going on? I, I was just finishing up my schooling, getting about there. What was going on in your life in the the end of 2012? Um, God, I don't even really know. Like, I mean, well, I'll tell you what I do know. <laughs> Blink was back in the studio. <laughs> And uh, they've released this video that just kind of out of nowhere. This is Casey. <laughs> Blink was back what, in the studio. I don't know what happened to my, like, I turned 26 and I just, like, my voice turned into Casey Kasem. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm not, I'm not. Let's hear the top 10 or whatever. I'm not, I'm not against it. Um, but yeah, so. They they dropped this video out of nowhere that was like just kind of like alluding to the fact that that something was going on. It had like like music and uh, them talking about getting into the studio all together to record something. And, yeah. it, and it pretty quickly came out. This was going to be an EP mm-hmm. released in time for Christmas that was going to be from announced to being out there in the matter of like a month. Yeah, it was really quick. I remember really quick. Um, and, and it was their first, they were off, of, uh, they were on a record deal. With it, this yeah. One. They had left Interscope after Neighborhoods, which wasn't, uh, a total failure or anything, but it certainly was not entitled. It, yeah. It wasn't blink in their prime or frankly, California numbers. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was less than California. Um, and, and that, and that had been pretty hard to put together neighborhoods, you know, taking years. And then, so for them to come just kind of be like, Hey, bam, there's some songs. It, it did seem like that blink was like finally about to come back. Like yeah, it, yeah, it yeah. seemed like, like for me, I, I, I just remember my first thought, the way this was whole con, the whole thing was presented is it always seemed like this is part one of like, what's about to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I didn't really like, I think that might be part of why it's a little underappreciated because I think it was sort of presented as like this thing that's going to be part of something else. Not like we're going to, this is just the start of like, yeah, this, this is, is the real blink start. revamp. Yeah. Like this neighborhoods was kind of like this piece together, sort of like jigsaw and, and uh, maybe didn't turn out exactly how we wanted it, but like we got it out and now like, this is where like we're now we like figured it out. 
8th. So this was, I think, a little bit before that, just a few days before the album. Tom DeLonge did an interview with Billboard, and he, the way he phrased it is like, there was no laughing on the last one, and there's laughing on this one. Mm-hmm. Like, like we're finally all in the in the in the studio together. And and he kind of described it as like when they did Neighborhoods, it it it, it was just the thing. That it, like it was good, you know, it was fine, but it was just the thing where they had to get out of their system. It's like we're this is our back together. We got to figure yeah. out how to work with each other. And the way he presents it in this interview is is basically now now we're back to work. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and so to, to kind of go with that, they, they put out this video that, that showed him working together in the studio. I think spending so much time away from each other has given us the opportunity to grow. But now as we enter the new era with this EP specifically, I feel like we're on target to become the greatest band that we've ever been. I think the writing process is different because we're all finally in a studio making music together. I feel very comfortable in our band right now. I feel like we all have everything that we need to do great work. Yeah, it feels a lot like it used to. We're in the studio bouncing ideas off each other. There's a lot of drive in our band right now, but it's not an anxious, frenetic thing. It's a relaxed, mature strength that we have as a band moving forward. I think it's going to be a good time. This all led up to the release of Boxing Day mm-hmm. um, and, then, and then the EP. Uh, so what, so what did you think of it? I mean, so this, this came out of basically nowhere. There was no physical release. It had this, all these interviews, uh, uh, and the way it was sent out in the press is sort of like, this is, this is for real blink is back together. This is the real new blink. Um, yeah. And then the CEP drops. Yeah. So I remember I, I kind of, necessarily exactly remember when i saw heard it for the first time i know that i um it was like right away and i think it was one of the first things in a long time that i bought actually bought off itunes Same. just to like listen yeah. to and i think it might have been the last thing i bought off itunes <laughs> i think about think of my dreamwalker i guess i bought yeah i bought that too and also i bought <laughs> ever since i think dreamwalker it's been just like episodes of halt and catch fire or something like that yeah i bought a lot of those <laughs> but uh um yeah, I remember buying it, and I remember I the only thing I can remember is being in the backyard of my brother's place with like um they lived with the band and stuff, and they were going like full steam ahead at the time, the Thin Bloods, um, and I remember like being in the backyard with JoJo listening to it and being like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like it seemed like this seems a lot like more together than uh, Neighborhoods did. Kind of did, thing. It, 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 did, it, did it seem that way to you? It felt like the first initial impressions. Like it just. Um, I felt like there were similar tones and stuff going on, but I felt like there initially that, um, it seemed like they were kind of like figuring out each other's place in the band now, I felt like, and it, mm-hmm. and it, and it made me more excited for like what was to come after that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's sit with me a little different now, I think. But uh, I did enjoy it a lot. I mean, Boxing Day was always a weird song for me, but it was catchy. And you could, like, it's one of the first, like, Blink songs in a while you can, like, sing along to, even though you know really what you're singing about. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, there's songs on it that I, there's basically each song has, like, things I really like about it. But I don't know if there's a perfect song. That is, uh, that's, that's really funny they say that because, uh, listeners, we have not talked about our opinions. Um, <laughs> To, to make for you know more exciting on air entertainment, yeah, right. Um, but that's 
the way I feel about this is that it had moments of there were there's moments in this EP where things come together and it reaches this kind of point that neighborhoods never did I think where it does sound like something new that is not Angels and Airwaves not Plus 44 but just like a new like kind of growing on what they have done and type of yeah. thing like where maybe the continuation from uh Untitled would have been or something like I, that I don't know about that um yeah. I don't know if this is where I think they would have gone after if they'd just continued after Untitled, but it sounds like where they would go. They were after. trying to go with neighborhoods kind of thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. It sounds like where it sounds like an evolution of neighborhoods, mm-hmm. frankly. But it sounds like a a more refined version of it. Yeah. Um, but I don't think there's a single good song on the album. Really? I, not I one good one. Uh, not that okay. Not that I'm saying like this is all garbage. <laughs> But but I think that um, th- there's good moments and not necessarily good songwriting. Mm. Um, like uh, Boxing Day, you know, I don't know if you want to talk about these in order, but you mentioned Boxing Day, and that was the first song that came out, so maybe that would be good to just talk about first. Yeah. Um, I think that song verse uh, and that intro riff is one of the worst things Blink has done. The intro riff is one of the worst things? Uh Okay, not necessarily the the riff, but just basically that song, but the chorus. And I think the chorus is very good. Yeah. Um. The mar- So so the chorus is Mark. It was like you left me on the day after Christmas. That's mm-hmm. the that's catchy as hell. It's uh I think really of like evocative. Like he said the song you want to be a Boxing Day and like Boxing Day is a celebration after Christmas. And and so the song is about like that weird feeling you get after Christmas when you maybe yeah, maybe uh, we talked have- about this a little bit on the Christmas episode. Yeah. So uh I think that so it's a song about something that that I think is interesting and that melody's great. Uh the the instrumentation in that like chorus it's like really simple nice. Um but then the verses come in and it's this awkward guitar riff um that paired above or you know paired alongside some rhythm acoustic guitar that's just the messiest thing Blink has done. Like I mm. I listen to that I mean, it sounded weird to me and since always kind of, and since we were doing this thing, I wanted to just kind of like really <laughs> analyze it. It's just, it sounds like something that should have had another pass. Like it just, it doesn't, there's stuff that I don't know if it sounds, if there's something that's like out of time in the song or, I mean, maybe I'm going crazy, but I think, uh, I think there's some stuff in that verse that just sounds jumbled. The lyrics and, and the melody for I mean the melody is Smash Mouth you know it's all star I mean it's just exactly all star in a way that's like it's it's cringy I think <laughs> and then the lyrics are about nothing like they're yeah I've tried to figure it out like I've tried to kind of look into it like I guess it's about like um 
you know, maybe like depression or something like that. But it's almost like Mark and Tom are writing two different songs in the and not in a good way. Yeah, like and that's one of the things that's like great about them. Usually, feeling this is a good example. Good example where they're both writing about from the same point of view. But they're they're, feeling this. What links it? What makes it work? I think is it's so clear what the theme is that's connecting them. And this one, if there is one, it's not that obvious. So that that's my issue. Like I do think it's catchy, and I. And I think it. I don't know. Like, I I kind of like the way it sounds in in a weird way. Like I'm not. I don't. I, love I it, do. I, again, but, like I I really like the chorus. Mm-hmm. I think the I think that this chorus um, should have been worked into something else. Like it's a great chorus, but I just think, it, and the chord progression's fine, you know. But just it, I don't know. It just it just seems like it. It really. I'm kind of surprised that they let it out in the state and. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Some people really like it and I never really hated it. And, uh, it's not one I revisit like really too much at all. But, um, and I, the thing is, is I even look verses, like I can't help, but like sing it like, and I don't know. I think it's just the way Tom sings it that just like all through the night. Like I just, I love walking around the house, like doing that. Like, it's just like, but I don't know if it's because I like it or it's just kind of funny. I don't know. But, it's, I uh, yeah. I don't know. Like I don't. I think you you probably dislike it a lot more I, than yeah. I do. But it's it's the it's probably the low point for me of the and, and it's weird though. It's kind of emblematic of the album as a whole, right? Because I do really like that chorus, but I think that the the verse the verses are are probably the worst. Yeah, the I worst just Blink for me, it's just kind of like I don't know what he's like. I kind of today, I or the last couple of days when we figured out we were gonna do this, I kind of went back, listened to the songs a bunch with like while reading the lyrics kind of mm. thing, because I I don't even know if I even ever did that with this album really too much. It's mm. just kind of like that, like what's this song about? Yeah. Except for Boxing Day, because I think I've heard that one a lot because just like oh it's a Blink Christmas song, it's on the Blink Christmas uh, playlist and stuff. But I've always known like what is Tom trying to say here when Mark has a definite idea of like what the song is trying to be. Right. Um, and that's kind of, uh, I almost think like going, if you're going through like the track list with this, yeah. Um, I almost think like the first two songs, like I never really thought they were about something, but I think they are. And I, I, think, I, have well, I think, I think when I was, when I was young is, is about when the idea of like being young. Yeah. yeah I have some other theories, but okay. like that dog deeper, deeper meanings, yeah and then i think like and then pretty little girls about something but i do think that disaster and boxing day like disaster is about stuff but there's not really like a definite like idea behind it i feel like but uh i don't know so well so when i was young what do you think that's about well going back at it for one thing um uh i think this song does have some issues like i do think and I think they were like, I think Mark and Travis were fighting with Tom to not have big, long intros, I think, on their songs. Yeah, Travis said in an interview for the California album um, that Tom would, the way he would, he, and this is Travis's side, and, and he was frustrated by it, that the way he saw it is that Tom would basically be like, great song, guys. Now let's put on like let's slap on like a three minute intro, and that's what uh, d- um, and Travis disaster was- feels like kind of thing. I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think when I was young, does too. yeah, 
It does. It does have the benefit though of like it's the first song on the album, so you s- you slap an intro to the first song in any album, and it works. Maybe not in the context of the song, but in the context of the the album. I uh, so this song, I think, like structurally and like musically, um, it's really just like really basic, like verse, chorus, verse. And then this is almost like an issue with almost all the songs on here. The, the dip, bridge. The, the bridge dip down. They, like, d- oh, they lose the, all their energy in these. They bridges. don't. They don't. I think. I think what it is 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 the reason they lose. They do lose all their energy, and the reason is because they didn't really write new music for the bridges. Mm-hmm. When they go to the bridges and all these songs, and to to an extent with neighborhoods, and I mean not exactly the same, but they're essentially regurgitating the ideas from the verse or the intro. Yeah, and. There's a problem um, about the energy that that comes up in, uh, I think, all these songs. The way that Tom's playing his guitar a lot of the time is these kind of like stabs, you mm-hmm. know, like for the chorus. Um, Dogs Eating Dog is, is a good example. I feel like that's all Mark, though, that song. I, I, I have a feeling cause that that way the guitar sounds in that song is straight up out of like plus 44 albums. I think it's all like the that chorus. Bang, wah, 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 wah. Yeah. It's, it, it's, we've talked about this before. It's that top mark. Bang, yeah. Bang. Yeah. Like that's Mark that, all Well, that is. But the the chorus though of dogs eating dogs where it's like, I'm on the last and the first. Yeah. Very sad, sad of why. And that part where Tom is like, jun, jun. <laughs> okay. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He does these like like Peter Townshend like strums, except his guitar sound doesn't have the balls of Townshend, mm. and it, it it does. It's something that that happens that I think like sucks all the energy out of these choruses, and I don't really know why. I just don't think it's a good way of playing. I think I think you should either. I think you should play it like fast, like fast chords instead of just these long ring outs. Because when you have these choruses that it just have ring ring outs. It sounds, it sounds like you're trying to build up to something mm. and you never do. It just, it just kills the momentum. There, it, there is moments like that where I feel like it's building into nothing, especially in those, those, uh, those bridges. And, but like the thing is, I think they're, they do try some interesting things. I yeah. Think, going on. Well, the chorus of when I was young though, uh, before we move on from it, I think that is really good. It is. And I never really figured out like what exactly Mark was saying in that, that little, uh, it's, um, you say, oh, it's the worst damn day. It doesn't hurt that much. Like it's like, in the, but when he, that much, the next part of all my life is like happening. Uh, it goes like, it, yeah, it's, it's like, it's the worst damn day. Doesn't hurt that all my life. And then like that much is said in the next part, which yeah. is really cool. And I, and that is and, cool. and, I, and I never really, I know it doesn't hurt, but I never really heard the that much kind of yeah. thing part. And reading these lyrics, I almost feel like um, this is another case of After Midnight kind of thing where I think, and I think these first two songs now, like maybe it just, I could be totally wrong. Yeah. Everyone says, oh God, another no, song put, about put on, Tom. Put on the tinfoil hat. Another tinfoil hat thing is that uh, Tom is singing... This uh, this one is about him and Mark, his point of view. Yeah, 
and um, dogs eating dogs is Mark's point of view mm. of of the. Uh, I like it, and I like it. <laughs> and I think it's so cool. Like it's a kind of the craziest thing is that you have like this Tom, like it's the worst damn day, and like basically the whole thing's yeah. about being anxious and yeah. like trying to. Uh, you know, I woke up and feeling nervous and being yeah. depressed and all this stuff, and then Tom Mark is just like. It doesn't hurt that much. It doesn't hurt that much. It doesn't hurt that much. He says it three times in the chorus. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, you know, when I was young, the world was smaller. The cities were vast. Buildings were taller. Uh, you know, felt strong. My parents were, you know, stronger. Like I think, I, I, I think when I was young, um, something I've, I've definitely criticized Tom about uh, earlier in this episode is that he read <laughs> lyrics about nothing. I, I and I was quick to defend when I was young. As, as saying, no, like, I think hey, this I think one is. About him being young. I think these lyrics are all right. I think it is, and I think it's about, um, yeah, like life has a way it showers the greatness, then takes it away. Um, like there's a lot of like weird like rhymes going on. I feel like even this and uh, um, the last song in the EP too kind of has is like they're kind of they're a little bit awkward sounding, but this one is about something, and he's like rapid fire going on yeah. with it, and that chorus is great. And my only issue with this song is that it gets to the point where. Um, uh, it just feels obvious of like where it's going because it doesn't really do anything yeah. different. Yeah, the, the bridge is really kind of disappointing because it's just if they, if there was something interesting with that bridge, and yeah. I think it yeah. would be. Uh, I think it'd be it'd be I th- one I of the best songs. Is, I think this is post. like like Boxing Day where it just it. Could have used another path. I, I pass. I think that that's something with this album. It, it needed a bit more time than than it had. I think. Yeah, I think it's um, but this one I think might as be like. As far as like the lyrics go, like I think all the way through, it might be the best one on the album. Um, yeah, other than maybe other than me, and dogs eating dogs is probably the next one that's probably the best as well. So, so if this is the other side of the coin, mm-hmm. um, how how so? One of the the themes in California was like a lot of like feeling, you know, um, songs like cynical and like bored to death and. Uh, What's the other one? Um, rabbit hole, just kind of being in your head and feeling, you know, paranoia and stuff and just like you, uh, losing your closest friends, like stuff like, you know, San yeah. Diego and stuff. And um, it's almost like Mark's feeling the end of blink in, yeah. or something. And it's about, you know, people fighting with each other, at, you know, and it's just, you know, dogs eating dogs kind of thing. And it's just about him and like, no one's going to win yeah. this type of thing. They're just, you know, this situation that yeah. they're in. Um, and then I think that the Tom is, this is one of the things that Tom chorus, I think doesn't really fit in a no, weird way. It, it's always sounded to me like he's like at the image of my mind is a song is rocking along. And then Tom just like shoves Mark off the stage and like <laughs> does this, like I'm on the last <laughs> and it wouldn't be bad. I kind of like that. I thought the imagery in a way, but it is kind of weird. Yeah. The imagery of that's cool. And like the, but you have to come in with something that like fits, in. kicks it into gear. It can't be something that just sucks all the energy out of it, which is just what that does based on what he's playing. Well, what I Him think doing I... those stabbing chords against like a kind of like uh, like a rolling background, it's it's setting up for a buildup, but it's not supposed to be the buildup. It's supposed to be the explosion, you know? Well, that's what I kind of like is that it's almost like this um, – His co- is it this song or is it the last one that has kind of like a um, – 
it's almost like a fake out sort of thing into the full chorus. That's disaster. Oh, that was disaster. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that's, uh, that's something I did like in disaster. It's something I noticed the first time I heard it. And it's, it's just a song. It's a, a songwriting thing that people do all the time. Mm-hmm. Rivers does it a lot in, in Weezer, but it was something that I thought was an, we never really seen it from Tom. And I was like, Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Getting yeah. a little crafty with the song <laughs> right in there, holding out that chorus. Yeah. And, uh, it's one of the things too with, when I was young and dogs eating dogs, they both have such similar, um, just, uh, like layouts, like whatever, or would you say like, or structure, like the structure is just so similar on the songs where it's like, yeah. there's nothing that really surprises you. No, um, not other than all. like, I guess that, do- like that dogs eating dogs course is kind of fun to me. Like I like it. Like it's just kind of weird. Like dogs eating dogs, dogs eating dogs, dogs eating dogs. Well, like, that's the, that's the pre-chorus. Yeah. The pre-chorus, I guess. Oh, the pre-chorus is great with the palm eating guitars. Yeah. 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 Dogs eating dogs. And there's like a that good, that, um, yeah, well, and, but that's, and that's what I'm talking about though, is like, you have that. It's great. And it's like, it's like the build up to like all the small things, like the bridge, you know, I'm on the last. Yeah. First. <laughs> but then it comes in like you know it's like last and the first very sad yeah, sad advice and then it goes in the pumps and it goes kind of in kind of quick it comes back but it's not it, it's like why was that it, it it doesn't come back in like a cool now it's bigger it comes back and like all right i guess we're back but it's like still like what the fuck was that like <laughs> <laughs> why was that in the song it doesn't fit it yeah. doesn't sound it doesn't service the song in any way. I mean, I think it's interesting though, but I don't know. I guess you're right. The, the problem with it is, is that, um, it'd be really cool if it didn't happen two more times. Like, again. <laughs> yeah, it'd be, uh, it, it would be, maybe it would have worked for me if that was like the bridge or something, hmm. but to have that be the chorus, that's supposed to be the, the, where I'm hanging my coat on your song, you know, what I'm just like, I, I want to keep hearing over and over again. Yeah. And, and I don't want to hear that over and over again. I almost think that you were kind of right because I think like Tom, I mean, Mark had like a song about something kind of in there and then it kind of just, and maybe it's just where it's going over our heads again because this is something that's been a theme with Tom and us talking about him on here and in in later Tom. Go ahead and read it out loud because we- I'm we, the last and the first and, the, and a very sad set of eyes to the bone, to the knees, to the factory line. I am numb to the shot. I have a crippling fear of heights because the fall sounds a lot like a symphony cry of cries. So there's some interesting imagery there, mm. but it's like kind of um, compared to like Mark's. It's kind of like like my first radio heady. <laughs> like the you have like all <laughs> sounds a lot like the symphony cries, <laughs> a symphony of cries. So, oh, a symphony of cries. Yeah. So a like symphony of cries. Yeah. Fall sounds a lot like a symphony of cries. So compare that to like Mark's verses. So you have like, I've got a feeling, I've got a feeling, these broken nights and bitter ends. Uh, we could always starve and devour our closest friends, my beautiful friends. Paranoia, my paranoia. Can't let it go. It never lets me go. When I have a feeling, why am I a feeling forecast into the freezing cold? That sounds like... Um was it poetry? It's, it does, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like, really good, actually. I I kind of um, reading it like that. Mark Hoppus ain't a bad lyricist. <laughs> like your um, your only hope is burning down the chapel, all getting washed out with the tide. We need to find some middle ground. It's always sex or suicide. So something like it always. We need to find some middle ground. Yeah. Um, that's like why, like uh. You know, stuff like that kind of makes me think of like him and Tom fighting. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a coincidence that the songs he's he wrote in this period 
uh, Neighborhoods and Dogs Eating Dogs, the Mark songs, are pretty dark and intense. And the songs he ended up heavily producing under the the, the 3.0, the Skiva <laughs> period, are like some of that and also some like about uh, building pools to have sex with men. <laughs> or getting, uh, can't getting a girl pregnant. Or just like she's out of her mind, mm-hmm. you know, like. Yeah, just like kind of like a fun, like the song's just about. He's thinking about other stuff. Yeah. It sounds like this, I, I you know, it's hard to say this kind of thing, but I, I kind of see what you're saying. And, and it's something I think, too, that that I think this now that we've seen Mark post Tom and Blink write songs, it seemed it does seem like this might have been weighing on his mind a bit. I think so. Because the songwriting certainly seems to have changed it a little bit. It has, yeah. And because uh, this is, I think this is one of his like lyrically. Uh, yeah, when, awesome. you, when you say that, uh, you know, it's uh, that is pretty good. I mean, maybe that is his sort of equivalent of, you know, when when I was young, Tom delivers one of his catchiest chorus in a while, mm-hmm. and maybe you know, dogs eating dogs. Mark does his kind of version of that. You know, he's always been a great lyricist. He delivers some some just yeah and. I mean, yeah, like there's like the, even the verses in when I was young, like they're a little bit like, um, clumsy in a way, but they are about him kind of like when I was young, make, you know, we were doing, that's when I was blink one, eight two. And that's when I was, you know, nervous. And, and it stupid. does have like a good, like anxious, anxious energy to it. Yeah. Like there's a lot of like the Tom stuff on it here is he almost can't catch up with like what he's trying yeah. to say. He's almost writing like. Uh, Mark would in like you know party song or something. Yeah, trying to fit yeah, in that's all this a, stuff. yeah. The lyrics do sound like that. The I do think though, even in the verses of that, it, you get some of that too. Though like lazy guitar work by Tom. Like the verse in that song is just like I mean, I don't. I, maybe lazy is the wrong word. Maybe he was going for something with that, but it's so simple and it just seems kind of boring and weird compared to like Mark and Travis are just going balls to the wall. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know what he was trying to do. Yeah. We haven't talked really much about Travis too much on these. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that he kind of, he, he does a really good job, you know, Mm -hmm. like in, in these songs, but I don't think that these songs are like kind of defined by Mark and Tom at different points. And I don't know if he really, well, like, Some of them like have like a vibe like, like maybe like like I have a feeling like Tom felt like the most the driving force of this whole thing. Like I have this feeling like most yeah. of it that he was like all right, like he was almost like well he was the driving force behind this. Yeah, and he I made mean, it came with you know some of his electronic vocal uh, electronic drum things that had you know Travis kind of do things on sort yeah. of thing and um like I feel like yeah Tom was pushing this as far as like see we can still make like maybe they were still in their fighting period kind of thing and like oh guys we're gonna we're gonna make this little ep real quick yeah show you like that uh you can just release music out whenever you want you know and not have to deal with um labels i know mark i know i remember reading in interviews mark was annoyed um and kind of cited dogs eating dogs and maybe travis too that this was kind of the end point and when they realized that it wasn't going to work. Mm. And I think part of it might've been Tom's, uh, the way he approached it that way, the way he approached it in this fast nature. Um, because I, you know, at this time Travis was living in LA and Mark was living in London 
Um, and that's right. So, I and I think basically the way the way it happened is they stuff had been getting pushed because of primarily Tom, and then out of the blue, Tom kind of called everyone. Was like, "Hey, I want to do a let's do let's do it let's do an EP like right now." Mm-hmm. And there was a little bit of like, "Okay, I'm down," but mm-hmm. like. I live in London and I have a family and like, this is going to be a lot of work, you know, to get done. Um, Chris Holmes. Have you, did you read the interview that Chris Holmes? No, gave? I know so, that he produced some stuff. Huh? Yeah. So Chris Holmes, this is the, uh, unlike neighborhoods, which was produced by blink. Chris Holmes produced, um, this with blink. Um, and it sounds like he basically did the pre-production on this and did a lot, a lot of the work, um, in part due to necessity because it was a quick, it was so fast. And he, he spoke in alternative press, uh, basically about like, he was very diplomatic about it. He wasn't trying to like, you know, throw anyone under the bus, but he was like, yeah, this was pretty nuts. Like we had to work like our asses off. Like you, we didn't realize like how much work it'd be to basically go from nothing to handing an album out to iTunes within a month. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is a lot of work. And I think there was a bit of resentment from, from Mark, uh, maybe Travis of just like, you know, a little bit of like, you know, why do you think it's okay for you to do this? Mm. You know, like it, it does seem disrespectful of my time, Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and like, when we've been trying to get to do this, like, you know, get an album made for a long time, you know, kind of thing. And all of a sudden you're, yeah, it, it's, it, it on, is very much up. like we're at the mercy kind of, of bipolar ish in a way. Yeah. And it's just, I, I think it, it could be read as like, well, we're at the mercy of your whim, you know, mm. to decide. I mean, on the flip side, I think maybe, you know, Tom was in a situation with Blink where he, he just maybe really prove himself or something. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, maybe he didn't, he didn't want to kind of admit to himself that it just wasn't what he wanted to do. Well, that's the thing is I almost feel like some of these Maybe songs, he felt he could do it. You know, maybe he Like just, maybe he yeah. can make a, like Blink the Angels and Airwaves he wanted. Because I remember them talking about them being on Mod Life and stuff. Or, yeah, I mean, and that was that was another big... That might have been more than anything else the biggest sort of source of contention. is. So after this was... Um, after this was finished up, Tom wanted to put it out on Mod Life. And, mm-hmm. Mod Life, and Travis and Mark were like, no, <laughs> like we want this to be like on the biggest platform possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we don't want the, this. Where to did be you ex- see that? Did you see that somewhere? Uh, I mean, I could put it in the show notes. I don't remember what it was, <laughs> but I definitely saw it. Yeah. Uh, that they wanted is that he wanted to exclusively sell it on Mod Life for a limited time, mm. and, and then I think it was something like that. Um, but it, that really upset Mark and Travis and. They didn't end up doing it, obviously, and I think that ended up upsetting Tom. I think the way Mark and Travis saw it was, you know, we, you know, this band is the three of us doing stuff, and why do you think like you, Tom, are like more important than the other two of us? Like this band is, we want this band to be as big as possible. Mm-hmm. We don't want to like we get it that you're doing this thing, and we want to support you, but like meanwhile. Let's try to get as many people as possible as we can to hear this, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and on the flip side, I think Tom might have felt it as like, you know, hey, guys, like you were some of my best friends and this is like this huge project that is taking so, like I'm running a fucking business over here. You don't know how exhausting this is for me. Mm-hmm. I have investors busting my balls and like, could you please help me out? Mm-hmm. You know, and that and that. Yeah, like, kind of, yeah. So I, I could see both sides of the story and why that would be 
a cause for a huge rift. Yeah, I can you know? see that. Yeah. So um, yeah, we kind of kind of got off our little track by track tangent. No, I there, think it, I mean it makes, there's a, there's there's like a movie to be made about the, this what happened. I with think this so because I mean it's it for me like especially where it blinks at now like Mark is barely in the CP like that much at all like it feels like a Tom and, and dogs eating dogs. Yeah, it feels oh, like. Yeah. And like there's to, not not a single Mark. I mean, even Dogs Eating Dogs, which is the most Mark song in the album, he's not singing the chorus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, like it's almost like yeah, Tom was taking control of it. Like there's, uh, you know, his signature in the and, song, and, I, and that that totally makes sense that 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 this was his idea, right? The intro because I think that and that might explain some of Mark's bitterness because he's a you know, he's kind of said he's slower to come up with ideas. So Tom might've come into this with like, here's my bag of things we're going to do. And then Mark might've felt like this pressure, like Jesus, I got a month to like come up with some shit. Like, all right, here's some verses and a chorus. Yeah. I guess like, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe he had some, maybe dogs eating dogs was lyrics. He had written from the plus 44 era or something, you know, like yeah. the, um, cause that song does have like a bit of a, like, what is it? What's, um, when my heart starts beating or lycanthrope 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 sound to it a little bit it has that that the, the guitar i think i think the, the signature plus 44 sound what you got to get is a lot of mids in your guitar <laughs> uh just open strumming chorus or not open chorus uh, open strumming like uh power chords yeah um not palm don't palm mute it and don't play really play like some riffs over it but don't palm mute the riffs <laughs> uh and it's almost like the, three guitar the, sound. The melody sound. for the verse has to be like essentially like the root note. Like it's like <laughs> you know, you can't do like a like you know like whoa that, that won't fit. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely yeah, like that exactly. It's one of those songs. It's and, not not a bad like it's, no, it's a very it's specific thing. Yeah. I like them. Yeah, I and, think they're great. But I think like having stuff like the intros and stuff, while they had you know you can see like in stuff like um what's the song on Untitled or the self titled the um and I think it's Untitled un- un- Untitled whatever the hell it is <laughs> the uh, um Asthenia 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 that was like the start of the long intro type of thing. Um, for blink in a way like of like the the tom intros the tom and you have so let's get into like i mean disaster you do- really think so because i th- I think you can trace the tom intro all the way back to K- carousel and to, <sighs> to boring i mean tom is at a long okay, documented boring, yeah. uh fascination with intros uh, you can take the sense out of them i'll grant you that true i guess you're right i guess you're right but i'm just saying like the the uh, the modern tom intro i yeah. suppose um, and that's when you get into disaster. And for me, when I first heard this song, I hated the first disaster, disaster ever since yeah. the, the first disaster. Song. I remember well, that was like your first, the first thing I remember you saying about the whole EP in general is like, why the fuck is Mark keep saying disaster? <laughs> well, I don't mind it later. Like the, uh, like disaster, I don't mind it later disaster. in the song. Like where like the music's going yeah, yeah, on, yeah. but the, the first beginning. the first beginning disaster. Okay, we should that's do the name of the song. <laughs> yeah, I hate that part. Yeah. So do this. Have the end of the the last song, um, the end of dogs eating dogs happen. So it's like you know, 
as a fall sounds a lot like a symphony cries and it's like goes out and then imagine fall down it's a loaded gun black ties for everyone like it just goes right into the like verse on there without that intro without the disaster how much better is that damn that's cool does that sound so much better it would yeah you know what else would sound good (laughs) is if they they spent some time producing it and so that guitar riff that was playing under that part you were talking about sounded good Cause it's a cool riff and it sounds like shit. It's like the, the wimpiest little like, it sounds like the guitar, like if guitars are supposed to sound like a firework, this is like a little shitty sparkler. That is be, do you know what I'm talking about? Which part? I don't even know what you're talking about. The verse of disaster. Uh, what is it? What is the guitar? It goes, it's, I, it's, it's just like, drums and bass, nah, 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 isn't nah, 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 it? Nah. No, there's like this, like little, like cool, like riff that's going, <laughs> you, you need to listen to this album. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's there's like a cool riff. It's kind of quiet. It's it's something you'd probably have to like be kind of like listening for. Okay, I think, I'm but, sure but it's cool and it's it just is like the wimpiest little sound ever. And it, I just think that song would be so much better if they just like made that sound like yeah, crank that up a bit or make it sound a little beefier. Well, what's cool is you have that like kind of like echoey bass in the beginning, which is kind of neat. But like I still I'm hate a huge, that disaster. I'm a disaster. huge. So I will say the big. uh the sound effects that you get in there with the bass where it's like the boom, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Uh, do that. Don't do this. The town shed guitar thing. That sounds <laughs> no, the thing where it's like jung and dogs eating dogs, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you want to have something that's like, like just a thing to like drone and like build momentum, do the bass hit. That always sounds dope. Yeah. Uh, and then you have, keep the guitars going fast. Cause that's not the, the role that the guitars should be playing. Tom. I don't think. Yeah. Um, you talking about choruses with when I was young. I think that disaster is um, just as good. I, I think the disaster chorus is really good. Although the, the lyrics are, maybe the lyrics are not, but I just love that. Like that. Hold on. We're breaking up. Like uh, you're breaking up. Um, it's like, I just love, like that's something I've heard from like Tom yeah. before is like the bang, 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 bang. And then the way it just like whips back into what at that point sounds like a cool, like bouncy riff. Mm-hmm. I like that. And you're doing that thing where he's playing the same, you know, and then the root notes changing, but it's not, um, I mean, maybe using guitar, but also the rest of the song is kind of changing the root note, especially with those like, boom, you know, those, so it's a kind of an evolution of his guitar playing style that services the song. Well, I think it's a, it's like a cool moment. One of the cooler moments in, in the album. Yeah, I think so too. And like, that is, that is great. And like, the thing is, is reading the lyrics kind of thing, the verses, like they're really just like about like Halloween shit kind of Halloween. Like it's just, not just Halloween, just like. <laughs> you know, scary imagery and stuff. Like there's not really much to it other than like darkness. It's just kind of like white Go stones out and, and hide and see. <laughs> Hope I get a full size Snickers bar. Full moon on a rotten night, 18 and a wind came by and not a soul around. What is, what is with Tom and like these like teen and W words? He has like 18 and a wicker basket. 18 and eight, a wind by, come by. 18 and a wind come by. <laughs> uh, uh, what's another one? Nineteen as we roll across the bedroom floor. Don't, 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 don't. Um, no, but so the song, like, it's uh, at least it's about like the scary shit, I suppose. But there's not really like I feel like a a big hidden meaning in it, really. Yeah, it's just kind of like about like 
you know, your lips will shudder, uh, stutter with flavor. You can't uh, shake the taste of the blood. It's like about vampires or something. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Which like, yeah, like dying. I guess it's about dying or something. Are you scared Mm. of the dark, my friends? What do you fear, my love? Your soul will float like a dove. Um, Your soul will float like a dove. (laughs) And I don't like that. Oh, my God. uh, Michael Bolton would not dare. Um, but the thing is, is that there's really cool things with the course and I like that fake out too. Um, yeah. Uh, so like, like there's stuff that's there. Like it's like, okay, like this interesting things going to happen. It, but. Again, it just seems like something that this was like a sketch of a song and, and could have, could have been improved pretty easily. It's almost like what those first few songs almost have is like, that's why they have like, do you ever hear the, um, it's like the demo of man overboard yeah. on the enema demos. And it's sort of like, they just repeat the same, uh, yeah. it's like the it same lyrics over and over again, yeah. really. Cause he's just like demoing, like this is what the, the melody is mm. going to sound like kind of thing. Mm. And just kind of does the same thing over and over. It's almost like what a lot of these songs kind of have. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Thing. You're right. Um, but the thing is, is I almost like, I'd, <laughs> it's like hit the, like the, the forward 30 second thing on your, your iPhone to like skip that first 30 seconds and have that disaster out of there. Just yeah. that little fuck on to load it come. Like just, yeah. it's such a, such a better intro to this song. Yeah. Yeah. And how the song should have started. And I think if they had a producer, they would say, oh, I don't need that intro. Just yeah. cut that shit off. Yeah. And it would been like this like more intense, uh, punk sounding thing. You yeah. Know? Well, uh, why don't we, uh, go ahead and get in the last song here. Yeah. Uh, pretty little girl. This is a pretty controversial song because the Yellow Wolf ramp. Yeah, that was a big. That was the big thing people were up in arms about when it came out. I don't really mind it myself. Um, um, I think it sound. I think that whole little section sounds out of place. I think it mostly sounds out of place because the drums. I think they're it's like kind of a roll sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, it just kind of snaps into this like marching thing, and the rest of the song is this tight, um, really good. I think uh, beat. Uh, this is my favorite Travis. M- Again, you know, highlighting this album where I kind of like the one nitpick I have is Travis, but um, the rest of the song, it's my favorite stuff he does on the album. I just, I love the the kind of the way he plays the beats in this and subtle ways he changes it up during the verses. Yeah, this song kind of, um, there's some days I like this song and some I don't. I think that the, the beginning of this, the way that the Travis's hip hop-ish beat comes in, Mark has this like, you know, just classic pop driving bass. And Tom with this, the way he does the guitar line with with delay on it, doing rhythm stuff, you know, just like yeah. Um, and then the melody is a keyboard, like boop 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 boop, doing like a classic Tom riff. I I think that right there, that little slice is the closest Blink 2.0 ever got to something that I was kind of hoping they would get to. Mm. I was like, okay, let's take some, in the best way, let's take Mark's pop songwriting, to Travis's kind of thing. cool hip hop and, and Tom's, yeah, like U2E and, and mesh that all together and keep, you can kind of see Tom singing this without a guitar and dancing around the stage. You know, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, your hand is going into me. Oh, it seems like you're falling in love. been busting your arm. Yeah. And you know, I don't know. It's not a bad melody. And uh, again, it's a song that's about something. And I think the chorus is pretty dang good. I do too. Uh, like this, this is another one that's a little clumsy. Like some of the rhyming is kind of like, you know, I need something to rhyme kind of situation, kind of like the dove line. Mm. 
Um, but yeah, it, it's definitely about like him and his wife and kids. And that's kind of like, all right, yeah. cool. Like it's, uh, yeah, it is a good chorus. I think too. It sounds like a blink Wing two chorus. It does. The chorus sounds like a blink Wing two chorus, which is a good thing to say. <laughs> yeah. It has a, she said, you know, so it does have a, she said, <laughs> all right. And she said, I, I think it's, you know, if this is the last song that Tom is going to have in blink, I think it's it's actually kind of a, like a sweet song for him to go out on. Just this like only if it had. I think Mark has some sort of some sort of bridge instead of the yeah uh, yeah wolf or whatever. Yeah, it is yellow wolf. Yellow, yellow wolf. Yeah, wolf. Yeah, yeah, wolf. Yeah, I mean, I'm I mean, with, it, I'm with you there, bad. but but just like, in the context of the EP, is I'm fine with it because this EP is just kind of like let's throw some shit at the wall and see what sticks, and so. It works for me in that way. If this were on self-titled or even California, I'd be like, what? You know, <laughs> but um, I don't know. I, I didn't mind it. But the, so Chris Holmes said that when they originally made it, that he wasn't planned to be on it. They mm. just wrote the song. And then they just were like, oh, why don't we do this? And they ended up making two versions of it. And they were going to include them both on the album. But then everyone just preferred the one with him on it. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting that the music wasn't intended for anything else to be going on. It was just meant to be the music there. Interesting. Um, like, what do you think? Do you think, I don't know. I, for some reason, I can't picture Tom being like stoked on that. I don't know. You think he would be the one guy who's like, no, I think Tom would be. Cause yeah, I, yeah, I think Tom's all about like, um, other people who are good at things being part of what he what he's in, you know, he's into Travis, um, Ellen Rubin, who's on the Dreamwalker, is That's like true. it's like ninety percent him. You yeah, know, Tom's barely on that album. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It's just interesting, but there, yeah, there's a good chorus there, and uh, and like it's another one where Tom is almost like trying to keep up with like the song, with yeah, his, with his, uh, his verses, but. Um, it's not, it, there's some days I'm like, I like it. Some days I don't. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird one with me, that song. Yeah. Well, we're, we're about on an hour, uh, an hour right now. Mm-hmm. We haven't even talked about the cover of the album. Should we get into the elephant in the room? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> what do you think of the cover, Ren? Um, uh, it's bad, but... <laughs> Why do you think it's bad? Well, why is it bad? I don't not, I do. I actually like the drawing or whatever that is of the dog. I like the drawing of the dog too. Um, whoever, whatever fucking 12 year old kid that did the blink 182 up top. And, and then the sideways, the sideways dog is eating dogs. Stamp. No, that's, that's that's the worst part. right? Okay. Like the blink 182 is sort of like, Writing that is like, ooh, that's not good. But then the sideways stamp is like equivalent to like an air, like someone did it on their fucking paint, you know? Yeah. That's the worst part is the sideways stamp thing. And Um, it probably was done quickly. It was probably done in a rush. But who would have done that? Like, who the fuck put that together? Someone who's delirious after working a bunch of long nights. (laughs) Like the the top, I'm like, okay, that's okay. Like, even if it was just the dog and that blank one and two up top, I'd be like, okay, you know, whatever. Not my thing. 
I mean, this at least the top thing. I mean, I, it kind of fits with neighborhoods a little bit. Yeah, and and for you know, as the EP to neighborhoods, that's kind of cool. I mean, again, the dog, the dog is cool. I'm so down with the dog. If it had just been that and like the red, maybe like the red. What if the blood was like red and like it like kind of spelled out like dogs eating dogs or whatever? Or just like yeah, just kind of like more classy. Like if I was if I was trying to take more something classy. like this, I would have done like. You know, I would have done like the dog big in the middle. I would have done Blink One Eight Two like small in the the bottom left corner, and then dogs eating dogs like small too, almost like the, um, like the Pinkerton or something like Weezer kind of thing. Just like it's almost like like lining the bottom, like lowercase. I would have done it all in. Like I would have just mm. this would have been just simple looking with the cool weird fucking shot of this dog. I've seen uh, album covers that you've made, and I can confirm. <laughs> Friend bias aside, they look objectively better. You could do something cool with that image of that dog, though, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The dog is... I think we're all in agreement here. The dog's not the problem. The dog is great. It's 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 a good idea. I like the idea of black and white and the red for blood, especially since neighborhood's black and white. Not a problem there. Yeah, the fonts. And for me... The sideways the placement is so bad. Yeah, the sideways right placement, as if it's like a coffee bag that you're stamping. It looks or like I'm trying to. I'm like looking at it. I'm like that is just that's uh, graphic design like one on one like bullshit. Like don't yeah. do that. It, so it looks like a shitty. No one wanted to pay someone to make it. I feel like I don't know. You think so? You think that was the problem? I think it was time. I think it was just like a. I don't know, like just like some of these like posters we have and stuff around, and like the like these Any people one make of these some posters great would have been a better album cover. Yeah, so the amazing sounds of Blink One Eight Two. If that was like just like reformatted to be the dogs eating dogs or this something, is, this is probably playing great over the audio. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like it's just bad. But I do. Uh, some people really hate it. Well, I actually do hate it. This this that placement <laughs> of that cover, but I don't. I don't hate it. I don't have like a. I don't get angry when I look at it. I just think like, ah, oh, it's not. It what it does. It looks like, you know, a shitty local band put that together. You know, like your dad. Yeah, you band. put it that way. I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing is, like, you could do, like, there's a way to do like ironically, like shitty, like put together ratitude like, cover kind of thing. <laughs> would you Would you consider ratitude one of those? Kind of, yeah. I, I hate that album, but I love the album cover. Yeah, but I know uh, people don't like. I'm album thinking cover, more right? of like the new, like, like a Burger Records band kind of oh, okay. making like a shitty looking yeah, yeah. cover kind of thing, but right. like on purpose. Right. And has like, like cool vibe. Swimming with, swimming with shirts on. Like yeah. That album. <laughs> like swimming with shirts That's on. Such by a good album. Naked people running. Naked people running. Uh, such, a, such a good band. <laughs> um. But uh. Yeah. I guess that's that's about it with that thing. You have anything last words with that cover? Uh, yeah, I I just think that um, it 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 could have been better. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> like the album itself, <laughs> it easily could have been better. So and like, there's all the makings of it to be better there. Like it's 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 self evident from the thing that that there was there was goodness there. Yeah, there was ideas there. That's, yeah, I think that's like the whole. The whole kind of thing of the album is that there's some really hopeful ideas going on there. And um, I think it sounds cool. Like there's definitely some parts that are kind of weak, but like, I think it, um, there's some really cool changes and things in it, but there's, for me, there's not really any songs that are like on my 
blink favorites list. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. Like, yeah. Same. There's nothing, even neighborhoods for me as after midnight, which, mm-hmm. which I think is, is a great song. Um, and there's nothing here that I really go back to. Well, it's almost like me for like kind of revisiting this, um, and kind of seeing like kind of reading it with the lyrics for like when I was young and dogs eating dogs. Like those are, I think some, I like those songs. Like I like what they're it, like thinking about what there might be about. Um, I don't, I, I, I probably would put like one of those on like a, you know, a thing. If you're making like the song, you know, this, like if you're the, the Spotify playlist, this of, is this Blink is Blink-182. Blink you had to throw like one song from here on it. I would probably pick one of those. Would you go dogs eating dogs or when I was young? Um, maybe when I was young, just cause it has like the, that chorus kind of thing. Hmm. I'm wondering hmm. what about you? Uh, well, if I were doing it, I wouldn't include a song off here, but if I had to, <laughs> um, I, I might go pretty little girl. Mm. Cause I think it's the most indicative of like where they were at with this. It's just so all over the place. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's like necessarily a bad song, but it's like, it is kind of a mess in this weird way. And yeah, it's, it kind of shows where they are. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, this dude, like, uh, I was kind of like, when I was reading the lyrics, it was on Genius.com, and he had a little um, uh, kind of a review or like a description of such. And he said, all those EP uh, stray far from the roots of what Blink once was, the energetic, slightly cloth trio we once knew has left behind their childish ways with their latest album, Neighborhoods. But it's this EP, Dogs Eating Dogs, where we see their lyrics take a dark turn and leave behind a deeper meaning. Talk, uh, talking with about depression, about leaving behind what was once the best thing ever, these songs sure make an end to the Tom DeLong era, a new beginning for Blink-182. That's kind of what he says. Hmm. Which, in a way, I can see that. Yeah, it's like kind of... I think that for me, the lyrics on this are a little bit less dark than neighborhoods. Yeah. I I think neighborhoods, you got songs like, I mean, it's just one after another that are pretty bummerville. Um, you know, ghosts on the dance floor, natives, um, up all night. Um, even after midnight's kind of like best days behind us kind of thing. Yeah. I think this fits with that theme. and, And I mean, in this one, you got pretty little girl, which is a love song about his wife. Um, Boxing Day, which is not a happy song. I don't know if I'd call it dark, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then yeah, so when I was young, again, I wouldn't call that dark. It's kind of like a ode to being young, I think. But I have, I, I have this more feeling yeah, that it's... I could it, see the way you're kind of describing it, though, as being more of an anxious thing. Mm-hmm. And then Disaster and Dogs Eating Dogs are darker songs. So, Well, I think the disaster is just about... Yeah, dying, but it's just like you know, it's it's scary things. There's nothing. Yeah, really... I mean, it's clearly not a uh, a feel good summer anthem. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I th- I just love the ending of it. He says, just kind of like end to the Tom DeLonge era and a new beginning for Blink One Eight Two. Which yeah. I think, like, if they stay together, I don't know. Maybe what do you think if we w- would have got something more interesting, like on the next round? If... I don't know. I I um. Uh, like I said, what I was hoping for listening to this is that we were going to get more stuff like in the vein of the, the verse as an intro to pretty little girl, like just the, um, lyrics aside, although I didn't dislike the lyrics, but just, I, I was just kind of focusing on like, what is the sound they're trying to come up with? And I felt like the idea of having, um, again, that like Travis doing some 
relying more on the hip hop influence, Mark relying more on the singer songwriter stuff. And then Tom using his guitar, um, for delay palm muting stuff for energy. And then for the catchy riffs, replacing that with some synth riffs. I thought that was a really neat sound and something I was kind of hoping they would do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would have been interesting. So what about you? Were you like, after this, were you feeling like, um, were you, you know, what were you expecting? I was kind of just hoping for more, I think. Like, you know, I was like, oh, maybe they'll release multi- like a lot of EPs, like well, like, like often kind yeah. of thing. Um, well, and so- the thing is like, I, there were songs on there. Like I, I did listen to it quite a bit when it came out and, um, there was always some, like a part in each song where I was just like, uh, like it wasn't perfect, yeah. you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And I don't, and like I said, I don't revisit it as often as I should and, um, or like want to, I guess, but, uh, but revisiting <laughs> it this to. week and re-listening to it with the lyrics, like I do think those first two songs are aside from, you know, I guess Tom's chorus and dogs eating dogs, <laughs> the, those two songs I think have some solid stuff in yeah. them lyrically, I think. And, and they are a little bit, even though I, with Tom's, they're a little more clumsy. Um, I can see what people say about like, Oh, this is more mature or more adult, I suppose, than something off California. But yeah, it's, um, I don't think it's for me at least. And being now a 30 year old fucking man, uh, it's not what I want when I listen to Blink-182 really no. anymore. Um, I, it's so weird. Like I, I have this feeling that people that are really like down on California, don't really like it are probably me when I was in my early twenties or something, or even like before I was 20. <laughs> like, did you want Blink to be like Radiohead? <laughs> probably. And like, I mean, I guess when I was, I was in high school when the untitled came out and that was like life changing kind of yeah. thing. And that album still is good. Um, it is. Yeah. And, uh, but like, like if I wanted Blink to continue like that kind of thing, like, I don't know if it would necessarily I would be in the right set for that kind of right. thing. I don't know. Well, and the thing, for, I mean, the thing though, at the end of the day is that blink as, as this direction never was going to be Radiohead or that kind of sound because they, I think they'll be the first to admit they just don't have the chops, you know, or well, well, Travis has the chops, but you know, Mark and Tom are, we're never, um, songwriters to just the kind of the music theory degree, that would necessitate this kind of like complex music that Tom was trying to do. Yeah. If they were, then they wouldn't have influenced like all of us to play the guitar. And... <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, frankly, the, to, to be so would kind of miss the point. Yeah. You know, like the, 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 the point was that they were approachable. I mean, that's not to say that I think they weren't talented and, you know, I think they're incredibly talented, you know, but it, it just wasn't, um, it wasn't musically complex and to like make this music that is kind of like reliant on that is not the best. But yeah, I think that this, like for me, this album or EP, it's not, it, it's, it, there's a lot of great moments in it, but not necessarily great songs, mm-hmm. you know, like there's no one song where they're able to kind of pull it all together, but there's flashes in, in every song, I think of, yeah. of what makes Blink special. And the thing is, like, having maybe somebody else on, from the outside, if they had the time and were trying to make an album, could have, uh, you know, Chris Holmes brought. I, I want to give together. Chris Holmes effort. Like, he tried. 
He, um, in this interview that I read, he talked about how, um, he really liked the untitled album. So he was trying to just frantically like put in the same microphones they used for some of those to get some good, like some of the similar vocal sounds. I, I, I think his heart, I think like they had people on like talented people, um, working on it. I just, I think that the time it just, it just was unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do think there's, it's a little more focused cause they probably were in the same rooms and stuff, but it's not quite the, uh, out of the park, I yeah. think, but well enough about what we thought. Um, <laughs> should, should we get into what some of the, yeah, I, I put out this morning, um, just like a post to say like, what do people think about it? You know, just to kind of get everyone's like little takes on it. So but eloquent, man. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I put out a post and we had, <laughs> what do people think? No, I said, I put out a post on Instagram and Facebook just saying like, we're going to talk about dogs eating dogs. Uh, what do you guys think? Yeah. And so we got, got a lot of responses yeah, actually a just lot of responses. in a short period of time. Um, so, I, I, we should definitely like read off some of these and, and maybe kind of give some brief thoughts on yeah. some of them if you're into it. Um, the first one out, if you're ready to get into it, which one are you on? Are you on Facebook? I'm on Instagram right now. And then, okay. uh, a good fellow, Austin mess, M E S Z A R Austin. I will say Austin. good, good, fr- good friend, Austin, good friend <laughs> of the show. Dogs eating dogs. EP was in my opinion, phenomenal. Aside from the feature of yellow wolf, I honestly don't think it could have been better. It represented a more mature sound that started in neighborhoods, and for me, it solidified the continuance of the band as a whole. I like DED 10 times more than I like California solely because of the darker feel. My favorite song, uh, I think my favorite song on it was When I Was Young because of the lyrical integrity and the fast-paced melody. Okay. Definitely see where he's coming from there, and if he he's looking for darker feel, yeah. I get why you're not going to... If you want dark, California's not yeah. really going to Yeah, and I that. think that's why, like, from what I just said, is like I think I want to be something to make me happy, and that's what kind of like California, I guess. <laughs> right. I'm just grasping at straws here. <laughs> uh, um I, I guess I'll do one off Facebook then. Uh, the first one was from a dude named Louis, or Louise, L-U-I-Z. Is it Louise? Or? L-U-I-Z? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, Louise. Louise. He says, 10 out of 10, seriously, and it's so underrated. It Was that it? That was it. No. Well, <laughs> it is overlooked. It is. It's forgotten. Maybe, it's, it's maybe forgot- that's a better word, forgotten. Yeah. Um, I, not, I wouldn't say 10 out of 10, but... Uh, I mean, I'm glad you like it. I'm like, yeah. it's awesome. I, I do. Yeah, it is. It is good that people like this album because it is kind of so overlooked. Um, yeah, it's it's neat to see people. And it, it does have like, like I said, like this isn't um, this isn't garbage. You know, there's moments of brilliance in there, I think. Um, so Ker- Kermos uh, <laughs> from Instagram said uh, they enjoyed it. It was really different how they featured a rapper, but pretty <laughs> solid. Favorite was Boxing Day. Boxing Day, interesting. Seems like the rapper did kind of throw some people for a loop. It's it, yeah. It's there's weird. always been that divide between yeah. the rock and the rap. For me, uh, I do want to say I have nothing against. I love rap. But yeah, me too. So my feeling for Yellow Wolf is purely just 
whether or not I think it fits in the song. It does. It, I think it does fit. I just think it's a little whack. It's not my favorite type of like rap or anything, but his. Yeah, his I'm, delivery, not, I'm not. I'm not a particular Yellowwolf fan, but I, I don't dislike him. He's just not really someone on my radar. Yeah, it's just. It's. I mean, it would have been. I, I I'm kind of on this the fe- the side of the fence where people are like, why can't they do like a featuring one and then one without it, you know, kind yeah. of thing. But it's there and it's out it's there. Weird. It's, it's fucking, out there on the internet if goofy. you want to find one without him. <laughs> uh, on the next one on Facebook was from Zachary and he said, "It's what neighborhoods should and could have been." That's what he says. Mm. What do mm-hmm. you think about that? I I mean. <laughs> I I get what he's saying though, like about the there's moments there where it sounds more unified than neighborhoods ever did, except for maybe after midnight. Yeah, you have like stuff like you know harmonies and some things. And... Yeah, it it's like the sound that they were in a room making this, mm-hmm. um, and they were together when they were kind of coming up with some of these ideas in a way that you just can't replicate. Yeah. I think it. Yeah, they were all just more focused on neighborhoods and this, you know, kind of thing. Maybe if. You know, they had, you know, some of these ideas brought to the neighborhood sessions and stuff. I think we could have got something pretty solid if they were able to focus. Yeah. But they weren't able to, so we have these sporadic kind of things all over the place. Yeah. Well, uh, from JLX9X on Instagram, uh, it's a little, little longer thought on here, but <laughs> I think it's worth reading. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, can't really pick a favorite for me. I would honestly rank this a second behind untitled in for terms of creativity. So I'm going to pause right here. This is in the words of JLX nine X. Uh, I think we might about to be eaten alive here. Cause these are all not what we thought, what everyone's saying. They, they're all kind of like 10 out of tens here. I think, <laughs> are we, we might be alone. And I know, right. Um, untitled is a lot more cohesive, but DED was able to mash the newest styles of Tom and Mark together without it sounding out of place on like on neighborhoods, probably because they were in the same room together. Uh, uh, W-I-W-Y, I'm not sure what, That's uh, When I Was Young. When I was young, yeah. uh, when I Was Young has one of the best classic Blink chorus since the reunion and one of the coolest instrumental bridges. D-E-D, the, the, I think you're saying the, the title song, has classic plus 44 vibes with more edge and Tom comes without hesitation. I'm with you there that Tom does kind of <laughs> uh, Mark has some good lyrics I miss from him nowadays. Uh, Disaster has coolest delayed bass intro, in my opinion, <laughs> but it drags on a bit too long. I can't really say much other than that. It's a cool AVA-like song done right. Uh, it's a good song, though. Boxing Day, I don't have much to say about it other than one of those classic acoustic Blink songs. Lastly, Pretty Girl is a good example of the result of the evolution of Blink. Yeah, come on, I'll say it. Um, it starts off with probably my favorite cliche Tom DeLay riff uh, he's put out. The pre chorus and the chorus are catchy with the hint of classic Blink, along with some mature lyrics. Uh, I'm with up there in the mature lyrics, like a song about like your wife. That is, that's like, yeah, that's a, you know, uh, I don't care much about the rap, to be honest, and which someone else was added to the bridge instead. But whether or not that was the last song they recorded, that was the best song Tom could have left on. Most of my complaints would be that I wish Mark had more of a presence on the EP rather than one song and backup vocals. I know he had writer's block around this time, but despite the low quantity he brought in, there was always high, they were always high quality. To me, DED is the proper reunion album of Mark, Tom, and Travis, and Neighborhoods could have been a lot bigger if they had these songs on the album instead of some filler or songs that felt less cohesive. 
Better yet, if the ED was high-quality album instead of an EP, definitely would have rivaled Untitled. Sorry for the long post. I got excited. Smiley face. <laughs> and you should read the next two because he's, he comments is one below. <laughs> uh, the next comment was uh, uh, good friends of the show, Bad Nostalgia Company, great band. Uh, they said, great songs, terrible cover art, 9 out of 10 with Rice. <laughs> and then and then this, uh, JLX. JLX after his back. treatise on dogs eating dogs that we just read. Um, Should have gone with what you said. The Tibet nostalgia, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's, he, I think he points out in his like freaking um school essay here um lots of lots of things that (laughs) that like we agree with uh totally um it was definitely a different perspective from what we said but i think um we're clearly listening to the same album Mm -hmm. um i think this is uh you know it's cool that that you can kind of get some different stuff out of it and i i am glad that there's some people that this um that this album or the cp resonated with some people a little bit more than it did with me yeah, I have, an, I have a long one here on Facebook. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so this is from Harvey. Uh, pretty sure he follows me on um, uh, Twitter. You. Yeah, and I think this is a dude. Uh, this, is, this is definitely a, a buddy from uh, the UK. Do you think that people like uh, who listen to the show have like favorites? Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Probably all of you. <laughs> You're probably the favorite. <laughs> The other one that I actually could speak, I can't even talk. Is read. Ryan ever going to get his own show? <laughs> so he actually has like write-ups on each song. Um, so I'll try to go through this fast. So he has, when I was young, uh, the use of the organ and synths in the intro, coupled with the standard Tom des- descriptive personal lyrics, makes this, and um, in parentheses, uh, a very good AVA song from the get-go. Uh, this is the worst bit of the song, especially when warning, you won't be able to unhear this. Tom melodramatically gasps for breath after every single line. No, <laughs> wait. And when I was young, yeah, you just got me to like that song. I know. Right. Oh, and I'm going to, I'm going to listen for that. And I'm probably going to hear it. It's, it's hard to say. <gasps> I feel a bit wayless. Yeah. <gasps> And then suddenly the chorus crashes in and we're hit with a wall of pure, unadulterated Blink-22 angst. And we realize we aren't listening to what feels like the first real progression of the self-titled album. I, I, I am going to, sorry, I don't mean to like interrupt this real quick, but I, I have to bring this up and I forgot to earlier. I apologize. Okay. This is pure, unadulterated Blink-22 angst and it's the same drum beat that was in Bored to Death that you said was oh, yeah. not Blink-182 at all. <laughs> it's exactly it's, the same. Is it? Doesn't hurt it. Okay, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I I was a defender of that chorus and I said I don't think it's that different. Uh anyway. I don't know. It was all it's it's more prominent in uh yeah, uh, Born the Death. Yeah. I get what you're saying. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um and he says, Annie, we realize we're listening to what feels like the first real progression of the self-titled album. The vocal progressions work nicely with the aggressive cutting guitars and harmonies are on point. And it's overall, it's pretty excellent. They were just kind of AVA-esque again in the descending um, arpeggiators. Arpeggios. Arpeggios. <laughs> arpeggiators. <laughs> but it's a little... I, <laughs> It's a little break for Travis to do this thing uh, until we're knocked unconscious by that chorus again. Yeah. It's a cool chorus. Dogs Need Dogs, introduced by uh, same bass chords as when your heart stops beating. 
So it instantly gets me going. Mm. But unfortunately, the guitar riff over them isn't as good as uh, when your heart, heart stops beating. The lyrics seem very obvious. They went down the old route of Mark Versus and Tom Chorus, which I think is really cool, though the Dogs Eating Dogs line feels a bit out of place to me. Uh, makes me wonder why they called the song called they called the song and even the album this. Um, I kind of like that. That, that yeah, th- line think, is it's growing. The, on me the line is or the the verses are kind of about like paranoia and these like fighting and dogs eating dogs. This is the symbol of like uh, people fighting over nothing. You know, yeah, a point pointless fighting mm-hmm. or just like fighting with themselves that they're just like. You know, one of them's going to eat the other one or something. I yeah, know. I mean, that, that <laughs> definitely seems like in retrospect what was going on in the band. Yeah, so I think kinda, it kind of makes sense. Uh, the sc- bridge screams plus 44 to me, and that's not a bad thing, though. The way it resolves back into the chorus feels a little lazy. Cool jam overall. I agree with that. That's kind of how I feel with a lot of these songs is it kind of just cool like. Cool jam overall. <laughs> <laughs> well, that it kind of goes back into like like yeah. lazily to the chorus yeah. again. It just doesn't seem like a lot of time was spent. Uh, disaster. Intro sounds cool and slightly spacey in a asthenia way until Tom's delayed guitar comes in. And it becomes one of the better songs you might find on Love. Everything about it from start to finish is AVA. Not bad. It's not really. Just del- not in the spirit of Blink for me. A lot of delayed guitar on that. It's that. Maybe that's maybe, what he means. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Boxing Day. Nice use of acoustic guitars and a cool riff to start. Uh, you said you thought it was awful. <laughs> uh, then Tom starts singing and he does his favorite trick since 2005, stretching a single syllable into four different notes. All through <laughs> Something I cannot hide. <laughs> Apparently nobody ever told him that this sucks grandpa. Bad Tom. Mm-hmm. You get one note per syllable. Bad Apart Tom. from that, <laughs> the pre-chorus is melodic and a nice bass line to get it together and Mark's harmonies are nice. Then the chorus is pretty sweet. It has a charming sleigh bells to keep it Christmassy and some nice poetic lyrics from Mark. Um, using the dual meanings of the word wave, referring to both the sea and the gesture. Whoa. That's, that's fucking deep. And the pretty little, pretty little girl. I feel like Mark had minimal input into this. It feels like a really personal Tom song. Not enough to say, to be honest. Um, all around decent effort from Tom. And then Yellow Wolf, LOL, gets involved. And I have no more to say on that matter. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. There's some good, in, good uh, yeah, that was in, good. interesting points of each song. I yeah. Mean, that's a, I, he's not wrong. No, I don't think so at all. None of these, I don't think anybody's wrong on any of these. Like it's no. like, uh, it just. I think it. Um, I'm starting to think though, like it just matters when this came out in your life or yeah. something like that. I think uh, it hits. Uh, this one isn't as timeless. I think as stuff like the self-titled or untitled album, but yeah. Um, well, the last one I have, uh, um, is by. Uh, a and name I don't know how to say. <laughs> how not snow ho? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's obviously how it's pronounced. Um, I think when I was young and DED are both prime examples of how great Mark and Tom can sound together with their more AVA and plus 44 songwritings. So it's on the same page as you. Now you can tell the vibe of the whole thing was more collaborative than neighborhoods, which so I've yeah, so I full album 
So a full album with this approach would have been great. Also, why are the bridges on neighborhoods in this EP so bland? Mark and obviously still not got a killer bridge as evidenced by California. And I, I like that and wrote back. <laughs> you can definitely expect some intense bridge talk on this episode. <laughs> yeah. It's that's too bad about this. They all lose like their fucking the air out of them in those yeah. bridges. They just didn't they didn't write bridges for these songs. Yeah, they're just yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. But they did for California, and it sounds like they're going to for the deluxe album of California. Um, so about an hour and a half. Oh, shit. Uh, is there anything? Uh, There's one more on here. Jules Finley. Yeah, it does kind of feel like self-titled with the modern Blink sound. It makes me so excited for what was to come, and I even love Yellow Wolf's verse in Pretty Little Girl. So someone likes it. Let's end on that. I want to end on someone uh, for Dogs Eating Dogs who liked the Yellow Wolf verse. <laughs> okay. Um so I think that closes the chapter. I think the dog ate the dog and the so. shit out of Skiba, I guess. Right. Is that what happened? Um, you know what? No, I'm, I'm scratching that. I am going to say one thing that, cause I meant to end on this. Mm. There's a review that was done of this, uh, the CP. Okay. So all this, all this happened. It did come out December 18th, 2012. And a man named Scott Heisel, Scott Heisel, uh, a Nostradamus-esque figure. <laughs> um, I don't know if he's gifted with the same, you know, spirit. I don't know what Nostradamus had. I don't know what Scott Heisel has. I don't know if they're the same thing. I'm not saying they're the same thing. I'm not saying Scott Heisel is the new Nostradamus, but what I am saying is in his review of Dogs Eating Dogs, uh, this quote appears. <laughs> this is for the alternative press. The EP's Hoppus-led title track shares more than a passing resemblance to Lycanthro by Plus 44, Hoppus and Barker's post-Blink band, and also feels like something Alkaline Trio would pen musically. Seriously, just picture Matt Skiba singing, and it sounds pretty spot on. So I'll leave you folks with that. Put your pants back on. Sex, don't 
Symphony Crew 